seed, be a blessing to the kingdom of God. So I praise God for people who give. And I thank God I have a bank account right here in Ghana for many, many years. And you can ask me. I'll give you a yellow slip that has the Ghana Commercial Bank account information. I also can receive offerings by mobile money. Some of you have begun using that to sow into the ministry. I give God praise. Ask me. I'll gladly give you the number after service. So be a partner with me to reach nations for Jesus. God's anointing, God's provision, and number three, God's protection. I'm often in very dangerous places. I know what it's like to be in a plane that I think would crash any minute. I know what it's like to be on a boat and think we're going to sink any minute. And we've had many, many experiences. And I thank God his angels are around me. And they are around you to protect and to keep. Hallelujah. The Bible says he will give his angels an assignment over your life to keep you and protect you. I keep the angels busy watching over me as I travel and minister by plane, by train, by boat, by bus, by car. I used to be on motorbikes, not anymore, but by foot I travel and I thank God. He has kept me. Anointing, provision, protection. Number four, strength. How I need his strength every day. And the joy of the Lord will be your strength. As you keep on going, God will keep you going. Don't ever stop or you might drop and never get up again. The word retire, I've never seen it yet in my Bible. Is it in yours? So why retire? Just keep on going for Jesus. Hallelujah. And so I thank God for his strength. I had a fall about two months ago, still using the walking stick some of the time, and I praise God, I'm getting better every day, stronger for Jesus. May you be strong and bold and full of the Holy Spirit as you work for Jesus. I gave you a prayer assignment. Did you get it? Anointing, provision, protection, strength. Take the first letter of each one and you get apps, right? A, anointing, P, provision, P, protection, S, strength. God gave that to us more than 30 years ago when nobody had phones or uh, cell phones or apps, but now we know what it is. So God was getting us ready and now it's easy to remember. So apps, keep me covered, pray for me. I give God praise. I brought many things. They're over there. We were here very early this morning. Some of you are still sleeping, and we were already here at 6 o'clock this morning. And we put things right over in the corner there. So look for them. There's cups and mugs. Maybe you need this one. I am destined to win. There are many different ones of that type. There's the shiny type that's like a flask. Keep your drink hot or cold for a long, long time. God is my provider. Different colors of those. Look for them and you can be blessed. There's also caps to wear. There's also DVDs to watch. And there's lots and lots of key holders for your keys from Kenya, from India, from Nigeria. Look for them. Maybe you need a car, buy a key holder. Maybe you're praying for a house, get the key holder for the key. Maybe you're opening a shop or you already have one. Lots of them are there. Look for the key rings, the key holders. They are there. Little badges to wear, to witness. So many good things are there. And books and books and more books. Little ones like this. Healing. It belongs to us. 
And here's a new one, how successful people win. God will make you a success. Lots of little books. They're all in one spot for singles, for young people. How to find Mr. Right, wisdom for single men, and mistakes single ladies and single men make, how to correct them. There's a lot of little books like that. And making relationships work. Look for those. Other books for singles like 100 Reasons Why Sex Must Wait Till Marriage. Wonderful, wonderful reasons that you need to know. 31 vital keys for a happy and blissful marriage. Many books on marriage. And welcome, Holy Spirit. Business breakthrough prayers. The assignment. Are you fulfilling God's assignment for your life? Never, ever, ever, ever give up. And the common sense guide to fasting. The impossible it is possible. 100 absolutely unbreakable laws for success in your business. And one more I brought to the front. Answers to prayer are guaranteed. So look for the books. Read them. Read good books. I'm very sorry for you if you don't like to read. You're going to miss a lot in your life. Readers become leaders. And most leaders are readers. So look for books and they'll impact your life. There's little pocket calendars. We still have months of the year left. Look for them. They have something good on both sides and they will bless you. If you just have one CD, buy one of them. There are our own beautiful calendars. You say, I don't need a calendar now, but you need this one. If you don't have it, it's our Hokit International Ministries calendar printed every year in Nigeria for 28 years. It's been around a long time. Beautiful pictures. People say, where do you get them? We designed them. They're all original. We're working on the ones for next year's calendar right now. At the bottom, every day, the thought for the day. Words of inspiration, words of blessing, scripture to look up. It's just an exciting calendar. One of the days when you read it, it says... Uh, when you feed your faith, your doubts are going to starve to death. Another day when you read it, it says, remember, anger is just one letter short of danger. And so read it and it will bless you. Memorize the thought for the day and use it as much as you would like. So get the calendar and get the books. I write books. I'm writing right now on number 16 of my books. And I'm working very hard to get that one out before the year is over. My book on healing, it has pages and pages of testimonies of healing. It's helped many people receive healing. I have a book on success. I have a book on victory. I have books full of miracles. I have two books of my husband's stories that he loved to tell. And so look for books. They are there. And look for stickers. There's a lot of stickers you can find. All sizes, all types. And so many things are there. There are CDs of my songs and many messages, even audio books. We have a good variety of things. Buy something. It's one way to help in supporting the ministry. And I praise God. Always people at Fountain Gate like to buy things. So I'll be there after the service. I praise God for what he's doing in my life. As I travel, as I minister, I thank God. I had another birthday about two weeks ago. I was 80 years old. Eight, zero. 
So I'm getting there. Amen. Eight decades. And may you get to your 80th birthday. Amen. I was in Wally Wally and a church a few days before where I ministered had given me a goat. So we slaughtered the goat and made nice jollof rice. And everybody who came to see me that day could have some jollof rice and goat meat. So I just wish you could have been there. Amen. And so I praise God. Another year, another birthday. And I just want to keep on going till Jesus comes. Amen. There are so many testimonies I want to share with you, and we have them in pictures. I want you to watch the screen for a few minutes. I'd love to share some testimonies of real people with real miracles. Maybe one day I'll share your testimony too. Amen. I love to start with that one. It's one of my favorite pictures. It was actually the day of our 50th wedding anniversary, and we were in Abuja, capital of Nigeria. Someone snapped that picture, my handsome husband of almost... 54 years together. Amen. He was always smiling, laughing. Many of you remember him just like that. And I praise God. Eight years ago, just the day before my birthday, he went to be with Jesus. And his assignment got finished. But mine isn't finished and yours isn't finished. As long as you're in this world, you have an assignment for Jesus. Amen. Son, he's almost 50 years old. Praise God for him. Born in Naledegu, northern Ghana. And he loves Ghana so much and was raised here. And he's the real, real, real Ghanaian American. And our son has a beautiful wife and three grandsons. Uh, just last night, my youngest grandson, 18 years old, was deathly sick and vomiting, and, and they were so worried, and he was rushed to the hospital. He's the one who nearly died with leukemia some years ago, and you have prayed for him. He was strong and well, and then suddenly very sick. So we were praying, and back and forth on WhatsApp, we were praying. And as I prayed for a miracle, God gave it. And last night... It was over, and he was out of the hospital in a few hours. I'm very happy to be home. I praise God. Prayer changes things. Amen. Our son is very fluent in Mompruli, Dagbani, and Chi. Amen. I'm very proud of him. Amen. We have seen miracles. We prayed for this man in Ibadan, Nigeria, totally blind. The wife led him into the service, but that night the eyes opened and he was so excited. I can see, I can see. Jesus did it. Amen. A man in Ethiopia, totally, totally paralyzed, couldn't move. They carried him in, but he said, I'm going to walk out. And he did. The fingers, the hands, the arms began to move. Amen. And then the feet and the legs. He said, I can even feel my toes wiggling in my shoes. Jesus was touching him. Hallelujah. Then get up and walk. And he did. He walked all over the place. That man got his wish. Nobody carried him out. Hallelujah. And there were more than 500 miracles they actually counted that happened in that great service in Ethiopia. It was a Lutheran church. <laughs> I praise God. They have a healing service every Wednesday morning. And that was an outstanding service. Amen. This man right here in Accra last year was in a terrible motorbike accident. Had his knee fractured in two places. Doctors were getting ready for surgery. And so the mother came and asked me to pray. 
I didn't meet the son, but we prayed for the son, and Jesus touched the knee, and the knee was healed. He didn't have surgery. She sent me the picture a few days later. He was throwing away the crutches, healed because of Jesus. He heals today. Amen. Amen. A man in a place called Indola, Zambia. I will be there again the last part of October. It's the Copper Belt area where a lot of the copper comes from in, in Zambia. His foot was completely numb, no feeling in it. I began to pray that night, and all the feeling has come back. Never bothered him again, whatever it was. Jesus touched him, and when Jesus touches you, everything is going to be all right. Amen. Amen. A lady in Nairobi, Kenya, in that particular church, whenever I'm there every year, she helps me lay out books and stickers. And she asked me to pray last year for a job. She said, for three years, all I have is just a part-time job here and there. And many months, I have nothing at all. I prayed for her. This year, end of March, when I was in the same church in Kenya, she said, let me testify. Two weeks after you prayed, I got an excellent job, and she was praising God. She's a private secretary for the CEO of one of the Kenya airlines. God answered prayer. He will give you a job. Trust him. Believe him. Amen. Lady originally from Nigeria. I've met her in Lusaka, Zambia. She was doing a master's degree course when she finished University of Zambia. Some one of her papers, an important paper, was missing. They said, you cannot graduate until it's found. She said, but I turned it in, but we can't find it. Two whole years we prayed, and that paper has been found, and she has graduated successfully. There's nothing impossible with God. Hallelujah. This man is an evangelist in Harare, Zimbabwe. Goes out into all the villages preaching. About four years ago, he came and bought one of the key rings. And he said, I'm praying for a pickup truck. I need it in my ministry out in the rural area. So I prayed over the key holder, as I've done many times for many people. And so I, I didn't see him for four years. But last November in Zimbabwe, he came and showed me his nice pickup truck for the ministry. I said, my brother, how did you get it? Oh, he said, and his eyes were shining. It's a big miracle. I was saving money, but it looked like it would be a, a hundred years before I would have enough to get a pickup truck. But God had a plan. I said, Pastor, God always has a plan. Amen. He said, I signed one of the little papers in the supermarket for a car they were going to give away. And unknown to me, they drew out my name and they called my number and said, uh, congratulations, you've won that car. He went to see the car and he said, uh, I'm a pastor and I, I've been praying for a pickup truck. Do you think it's possible to change the car for a pickup truck, a brand new. Oh, yes, we can do that if that's what you want. He got his pickup truck in an unusual way. God will answer prayer. Hallelujah. Keep praying till it happens. Amen. 
This is a missionary family from Nigeria, very dedicated, very dear friends. They are in the desert in Niger, Niger Republic, one of the toughest places in all of Africa. And they are winning souls one by one to Jesus. He called me last night and he said, wow, miracles are happening. People are getting saved. The Muslims are coming to Jesus in that area, and he's doing a great work. If you'd like to ever support him, his wife and five children, let me know. I can connect you with them. Mighty man and woman of God. He's the same size as my son. I mean, as my husband was and about the age of my son. And so whenever I see him... I can give him some of my husband's nice shirts and trousers, and he's always excited, and I'm happy. So I praise God, one of my spiritual sons in the desert, Pastor Israel Olubamisayu. I praise God. God has blessed them so much in one of the hardest places. I've been there. I know how hard it is. Pray for them. Amen. He was praying in the desert one day, and somebody snapped the picture. He was saying with all his heart, God, give me the keys to the hearts of these people in this hard place. And God has done it. It's amazing. And we praise God. Amen. Amen. A lady in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. It was a Saturday afternoon. And I was ministering in a very large church, maybe 10 times larger than this one. Thousands of people. It was a Saturday afternoon. I was ministering. When I finished, I had to rush to another place. I preached about healing and prayed from the front for the people who needed healing. And then I had to leave. But this lady rushed after me and said, wait, 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 don't leave. Hear my testimony. As you prayed, a big lump in my breast disappeared. I can't feel it. It's not there. It's gone. Jesus touched her and he will touch you and heal you of every sickness and disease. Amen. Amen. I go to India every two years. I was there again this year, February, first part of March. It was my 17th time to go to India. Two of my books translated into Tamil, one of the major languages. I love to go to India and preach about Jesus. Amen. The lady standing beside me there in the red, I know her well. I've seen her in the services in that church whenever I'm there. And this lady has one leg shorter than the other leg. And I have prayed. I happened to share a testimony this time in that church about a man in Nigeria who came to us and we prayed for his leg, six inches shorter than the other one. And it grew out and became exactly correct. We measured again. God can do anything. So she said, pray for my leg that God will heal. Well, about two months ago, she sent me an email. She said, I'm so excited. Every week I measure my legs and the bad leg is now two inches longer. It's growing. I said, God is doing a miracle. One day they will be the same. Can God do that? Oh, yes. My God can do anything. Hallelujah. A young man in blue there is having a birthday in India. Every time I'm in that particular place, every two years, the same exact time, he's having a birthday. 
And so when he was born, he was a big miracle. The parents had been married eight years without a child, and we had prayed. And the night we were there in service after we had prayed the time before, now she was so big and pregnant, and they rushed her to the hospital after the service, and he was born. He's now a teenager, a handsome teenager, so every time I'm there, he's having another birthday. And God also gave them a daughter. God can do anything. Hallelujah. Amen. This young man in one of the Bible schools in India, whenever I'm there, I spend a whole day Saturday ministering to all the Bible school students. This man is graduating, and he said, I'm standing before the map of the northern part of India. So many states where there are hardly any Christians at all. North India is a very tough place. Pray for him as he goes there ministering, evangelizing, and winning souls for Jesus. And pray for India. Amen. Amen. A lady in Kenya, a place called Rongai. It's a little ways out of Nairobi. Every year for about 20 years or more, we have been there on a Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. And so she was giving a testimony this time I was there this year. And she said, oh, Sister Hokey didn't recognize me. And I thought, but I think you're the same lady who's always been in a wheelchair. She said, I'm out of the wheelchair. Jesus has healed my legs. I didn't even recognize her. Jesus touched her and now she walks. I praise God. Amen. A man in the north, he's a big chief and my very dear friend. Known him ever since we came to Ghana many years ago. He's also a Sunday school teacher in a church. One of the ones we're helping build in the north. There are Christian chiefs these days in the north. Some of them even get together and have prayer meetings and Bible study every month. I praise God what he's doing in the north in Ghana. Amen. A lady in Kenya, when I'm in that particular place, I always stay in her home. She's my dear friend. And she was giving a testimony. She said, my husband, and I've seen pictures of her husband. My husband died many years ago of AIDS. And it was in the days before there were, there were uh, medicines that you can take, the ARV drugs and, and, and live with AIDS. Well, that was in the days when everybody was dying. She said, when he died, everybody expected me to die with AIDS. My children, she said, God did a miracle. I never got AIDS. None of my children were born with AIDS and they're all grown up now. I tell you, our God is the miracle working God. And she's a lady evangelist, winning people in Kenya for Jesus. Amen. We've been helping build churches, and Pastor Cornelius mentioned about the churches all across northern Ghana, not other countries, northern Ghana. God has kept very much in my heart, and through the years we've been helping, and I praise God. They work, they do it all themselves to get a foundation down, get walls up. That's a lot of hard work in villages and towns. I've seen some like this. This one is out in a far place called Overseas Number Two. Do you know the north? It's very far. And I praise God, churches are coming up in those places that are very hard. This one is almost finished now, and we praise God. Amen. 
Another one, this one is in overseas number one. They are going to be putting roofing sheets on tomorrow. I praise God. If they can get the walls up somehow with their building fund and their fundraising and their contributions, that takes years sometimes of hard work. But many times I can help put a roof on. And I praise God. This one struggled so much. And they are ready now for the roof. I praise God. We are thanking God. I got pictures last night. All the steel, all the wood in place, ready to do it. I praise God. That's church number 84, I think it is, 83 or 84, across the river. Here's another one. I saw this one, that just like that, with no roof, at Gorgo, close to Tongo in the north. And so uh, we have helped them, and we dedicated the church, completely finished last few days. I praise God. Amen. Amen. Putting the roof on is exciting. This one is at a place called Zabzoiga, out of Zabila and Tili, in that area in the far north. And uh, we're going to dedicate that church, totally finished in January. I praise God. The work just continues, and the needs are many. Amen. A new church, it was uh, ready for plastering that day at Biu. It is plastered now, and they're putting the floor in. Biu, you go to Navarongo and go out a ways, and you'll get to Biu. And that church, still under construction. We have 12 under construction right now. Praise God. This one, it got finished. It got dedicated in January. It's at Cobeo, out of Balaga. So the churches are all over the north, small villages, towns. We praise God. We've dedicated seven more this year, four more to come in January, always more under construction. Praise God. Plastering the walls, yeah, that's a big job. And we try to help with all the bags of cement and, and loads of sand and everything to plaster the walls and put in the floor. And right now they're getting ready to plaster walls in Bimsi out of Wali Wali. So step by step, we're getting there. Praise God. A village church, far out in a village. And I praise God the people are smiling because now they have a building. And we helped. We put time and effort and monies into it and helped them finish it. Praise God. Sometimes I'm the one to cut the ribbon or open the door with the key and officially open another church. I praise God. It's a joy. I'm overwhelmed when I see what God has done and northern Ghana always in my heart. You know, as I go to all the churches in every country, I talk about northern Ghana and tell about people who help. And I praise God. They keep on giving and keep helping me. Amen. Another church, this one at Diari, if you know between Tamale and Wali Wali, Diari, bright orange color, dedicated earlier this year. I give God all the praise. Amen. This one is a blue color. We have all colors, all types, and whatever they want to do. We even had one painted purple the other day. And so they're all beautiful churches. This one is at Beiduri. That's between Wali Wali and Gambaga. If you know the north, right on the road. Can't miss it. We praise God. Hallelujah. This one at, at Nagberi, Upper East, out of Zebula in that direction. And uh, they, have, they have about three or 400 members and the village only has about 300 people. 
I think everybody goes to that church, and it's full of people. We praise God for Nagberi. Amen. Now, this one we just dedicated January of this year, Bimbagu. If you know where Nakpanduri is, it's out of, of uh, Nakpanduri on the way to Bunkpudigu. They even have the Ghana flag flying over theirs. We praise God. Churches are getting finished, and we are just giving God all the praise and all the glory, for he's the one who makes it possible. Hallelujah. A chief who is a member of one of the churches we dedicated a few days ago, and uh, he's a regular member of the church, and he was thanking everybody that day for coming for the dedication of the church. Amen. Sometimes they make a plaque. I have several in my room right now to take back to Nigeria. I write nice things on it. I'm always blessed and humbled and praising God. Amen. Sometimes I enlarge it and let my son see it so he can read it. And I'm very proud of the gifts they give and the honor they give me. Amen. Sometimes it's a live animal. This particular service, it was a, a sheep. Uh, this time, month of August, I had four different goats given to me. I know exactly what to do with them. Give me a guinea fowl. I can make nice groundnuts too. And uh, give me a sheep. I know exactly what to do. I thank God I had chickens. I had so many guinea fowls at different places and eggs. One church gave me 26 eggs. Another one brought 10 more. We just can use them all. Amen. And I praise God. We can put smiles on the faces of people as I share the food. Amen. They know I like the liver, so they try to make sure I get the sheep liver or the goat liver. It's a joy. One time it was a sheep almost as big as me. And so we knew what to do with it. Amen. Amen. And so we give God praise. We give God praise. It's a, it's, we labor together with God. So it's a team effort. And I praise God. You would be amazed at churches right here, just like yours in southern Ghana, who give to help build churches in the north. Nigerians are so faithful to give to help me. So I get Naira. I, I get... Uh, uh, Imalinjini from Swaziland and, and Burr from Ethiopia, even rupees from India, and we can put it all to work for Jesus. So keep praying for me. I'm just the middle person who gets the blessing in the middle. And yesterday, we were able to transfer to help more churches. I praise God. So it's a blessing. Amen. Amen. There's another one, a place called Koligo. Also out of Navarongo, it rained so heavily, heavy, heavy rain that day. So we just had to wait till it stopped for who can ride a motorbike or a bicycle or walk in heavy, heavy rain. But two and a half hours later, what a powerful service we had that day. Amen. So pray for that part of the ministry very, very much in my heart. We have started two more to help. This very month, August, we are helping put a roof on at Chuchuliga, out of Navarongo, going to Tumu. And then we're also helping at a place called Banconi, out of Nakpanduri, and praying for others. Amen. A couple in India, married seven years without a child. I prayed for them two times when I was there. This time I saw their little son. God has answered. With God... All things are possible. Hallelujah. 
I prayed for her in Kenya, and she prayed for one, but God gave her an extra one. She got two, double, double, double. She got twins. We prayed for one lady, and she got triplets. So I know how to pray. If you're praying, well, I'll pray for as many as you want. And God is faithful. He answers. Amen. My last testimony is from Zimbabwe. That's Pastor Otis Makamadzi. And he and the wife married 15 long years, never had a child. As we prayed, God was answering. And last November, I saw their little daughter. I thank God. God answers prayer. He heals. He sets free. He delivers. He gives miracle babies. And he's right here today in this place. Do you believe it? Say amen. amen. I want to sing for you. And we have my songs on a CD. And you can get a copy of it. One lady even got two CDs for her and her friend the other day. And listen to the song. It's a song from my heart. And it says, oh, Holy Spirit, touch people through me. Let my hands reach out to others. Love people through me. Holy Spirit, flow through me. Make this the prayer of your heart. Amen. Amen. My music. Praise God. My music. Bring it up. Bring it up. Hear it. Bring it louder. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, it's a work of the Spirit, listen, touch through me, touch through me, let my hands reach out to others, touch them. Just like a river. 
May it be the prayer, the cry of your heart, God, to touch people through you. Win people for Jesus. God bless you. Please turn it off. Turn it off. I'm not singing. Please turn off the music. Amen. There are many songs. I don't have time to sing them all. But buy my CD. Get your Bible. Let me see your Bible. If you have it on your phone, that's okay. But it's good to have it in your hand. Get a pen and a piece of paper and write it down. Click it into your cell phone. I want to take a word from the Bible. And I have so many. God has given me so many to share, even in the books I write. In one book, there's a whole chapter about the word fear. Another book, there's a whole chapter about the word heal or the word uh, miracle or the word uh, possible. I want to share a word today. Maybe it'll get in a, a new book. It's the word hard. H-A-R-D. Hard. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes the tests and the trials are so many, and life is not always easy. Nothing in the Bible promises every day is going to be easy. People in the Bible had troubles, trials, tough times. Tough times in your health. Maybe a bad report from the doctor. Tough times in your business. Maybe it's about to close. Tough times in your studies, in your family, in your workplace. Yes, life can be hard, but God has the answers to every problem. The word hard is in the Bible. Let's look at this one. 
and it's found in Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. Write it or put it in your phone. Genesis 18, verse 14. God sent an angel, a man, really an angel, to Abraham and Sarah. And the angel looked at Sarah and said, Sarah, you are going to have a baby. Ah, she was around 90 years old. It looked totally impossible. And she laughed. You might have laughed too. And she thought, that's silly. That can't make sense. But the angel said in this verse, is there anything too hard for God? No, nothing is too hard for God. And he made her womb to conceive and Isaac was born. Abraham, maybe around 100 years old. This looked impossible. But God can do anything. I said, God can do anything. Nothing is too hard for him. Here's another place we read the word hard. I'm going to give you this one. And it's found in Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse 17. Jeremiah 32, 17. It's even the words of a song. Maybe you know it. Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Oh, it's a song, a beautiful song. And it says nothing. The song says is too difficult. And the Bible here says nothing is too hard for God. He's made the heavens and the earth. He can meet your need. He can answer your prayer. He can move your mountain. Nothing is too hard for God. Here's one more verse. Write this one now. And it's found in Mark chapter 10, verse 27. Mark 10, 27. Jesus said, with God, all things are possible. Even the hard things. Even the impossible things. Even the things that you think there is no way. But the song says, God can make a way where there seems to be no way. He moves in ways we cannot see, the song says. And he will make a way for me. So today... You may be in a hard time in your life, a tough circumstance, something you don't understand. The Bible never said we'll understand everything. But God knows how to meet your need. And God knows how to move your mountain. And there's a miracle on the way for somebody today. Hallelujah. What am I talking about? Nothing is too hard for God. As I travel, as I minister... I've seen all kinds of things happen that seemed it would be impossible. But I've seen God move a mountain. I've seen God answer prayer. For with God, all things are possible. I want you to write the letters of the word hard. Many of you know me. You probably already have it on the left side of your paper. Block letters up and down. H-A-R-D. Write it just like that. And Go over the letters with your pen so you see it very well. Let's come out from each letter with a very simple point. Here's the H. Are you ready? When it looks hard and it looks impossible, here's the H. It's for the word have. H-A-V-E. Have big faith. Have big faith. Little faith. No faith. The problem may still be there. But big faith moves big mountains. Have big faith. When your faith is big, when your faith is strong, Jesus said your faith can make you whole. Jesus said your faith can move mountains. Put this verse on the same line. It's found in Mark chapter 11, verse 23. 
have big faith. Mark 11, verse 23. What did Jesus say here? Have faith and speak to the mountain. Speak to the problem. Speak to the wahala and say, get out of my way. He said, don't doubt in your heart. When you talk like that, you must believe that what you say can really happen. That's where a lot of people lose the miracle. You must believe it with all your heart. And what you believe, you can receive. But what you doubt, you may do without. Let me say it again. What you believe, you can receive. But what you doubt, you may do without. So let's believe. Let's have big faith. Mark eleven twenty three. speak to the mountain. Tell it, be cast into the sea. That means you won't even have to look at it anymore. It's in the sea. He said, speak to the mountain and it will move. You will see it happen with your eyes. So have big faith. How do you get big faith? You build it up by listening to the word of God, by saying the word of God, by believing the word of God. Every scripture you can think of about faith, say it out loud. Let your ears hear, your mouth say it. Faith comes by hearing, and you can hear yourself say it. How many verses have you spoken out loud today? Did you say, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Did you say, today, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Did you say, today, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Speak out the word, and faith comes. Amen hard things, God can do it. Here's the next letter. It's an A, an A in the word hard. Three words again. My points are always simple. A, always. There's the A. Always trust God. Always trust God. If you trust yourself, you might make a mess out of everything. If you trust other people, sometimes they'll break your heart. Oh, but we can trust God, always trust God. He never breaks his promises. He keeps them. He answers prayer. Always trust God. Here's a verse to put on the same line. It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Familiar verses. God said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct thy paths. Powerful, powerful promise. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, the old song says. Just to take him at his word. Just to rest upon his promise, the song says. Just to know, thus saith the Lord. Put your trust in him. Your case is not too hard. Your circumstances are not so bad. God is able to move your mountain. Put your trust in him. I'm talking about hard things, impossible things, things that seem like there's no way. God is going to make a way for you. So what's the first letter H is for? Have big faith. And the A, always trust God. Let's look at the R. Here's what God gave me for the R. It's just two words this time. R is receive. Receive miracles. Receive miracles. Are you praying for a miracle? 
It's on the way. God has your name on it. It has a date, and it could be today. Hallelujah. Somebody here, before the day is over, you can have a testimony as God moves your mountain. And that hard thing, you've seen it happen. Receive miracles. God's the miracle-working God. The day of miracles is not over because the God of miracles is still alive. Hallelujah. Put this verse on the same line. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, Matthew 7, 7, the words of Jesus, he said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. What a powerful promise. So you can receive miracles. God sees you today and he's ready to do it. There's one more letter now. It's a D in the word hard. Here's the D. It's for two words again, declare, D-E-C-L-A-R-E, -E, declare. That means speak it boldly, say it with confidence, declare victory. There's the second word, declare victory. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of what you've been through, even if things get harder, declare victory. You're going to make it. God is with you. One word from God can change your whole life. Hallelujah. And when God speaks, a new chapter can be written in your story. Hallelujah. God wants to do that for you. Declare victory. You're not a casualty. You can be a survivor. Hallelujah. You don't have to be a victim. You can be a victor. Hallelujah. You don't have to have a mess. You can have a miracle. God is still on the throne. Declare victory in spite of your circumstances, in spite of what you've been through. No matter what people say, you can make it. You can do it. Put this last verse on the last line, and it's one of my favorite verses. I hope you know it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Philippians 4, 13. Simply says, I, whoever I am, no matter how small I might be, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I can make it. I can do it because he strengthens me. He helps me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. You can make it. Declare victory all the way. Victory. We're on the winning side. I showed you one of these, and it said, I'm destined to win, not to lose. God has put winning. You are a winner with Jesus. One person plus God is always the majority. I said one person plus God always makes the majority. Hallelujah. So when you come to Jesus, you pass from the loser side to the winning side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Declare victory. I can do all things. Not by myself, but through Christ. With Christ we can make it. I've shared something very simple, but very powerful. If you'll remember it and apply it to yourself, the hard times you're going through, the hard things you don't understand. Maybe you know someone going through hard times. Life is tough. When the going gets tough, the wise go to Jesus. I said when the going gets tough, 
the wise go to Jesus. We run to him. He said, cast all your cares upon him. He will help you. He will lift you up. When you are down and there's nowhere to go but further down, he will lift you up. Hallelujah. Put a song in your heart and a dance in your step and your story will change. I praise God. So H is what? Have big faith. And A, did you get it? Always trust God. The R, receive miracles. And the D, declare victory. I will never forget a time in the north. This would have been way back in about 1975 or 76. Uh, we came in 67. We were a long time in the north. And so this would have happened. Our son was probably about six or seven years old, just a little guy. And we were in Wally Wally. We got a message. Come, come, come quick to the hospital, Naletagu Hospital. That's where our son was born. And, and come, there's a pastor and he's had a bad accident. My son got in our car and picked up some pastors on the way and went to see what on earth. It was before the days of cell phones. And so you had to send a messenger. And so that was the message. Come quick, a pastor has been in a bad accident. You see, there was a very dynamic pastor and he was learning to ride a motorbike. He was going to go to a far place where there were no churches of any kind and plant a church. So he was pastoring in the village and going to leave. So he was learning to ride the motorbike. He had on a helmet, a very strong helmet, but he was inexperienced. And when he hit a pothole in the road, he didn't know to hold on. He let go and he flew off the motorbike. His head hit a tree beside the road. It split the helmet and his neck was badly broken. Three places the neck was broken. He fell beside the tree, totally, completely paralyzed. And so when my husband got to the hospital, he went straight to the doctor's office. The doctor was our friend. He had delivered our son as a baby. And so we knew him well. And he went in and said, doctor, tell me the name of the pastor. Doctor, what happened? He said that pastor and named him. He was in a bad motorbike accident. His neck is broken. Look at the x-ray, Reverend. He held up the x-ray to the light. He said, see the fractures in his neck. He's totally paralyzed. I've been looking in my medical books while you were coming from Wally Wally. The road was not good like it is today. It took nearly two hours to get there. And today it's a nice coal tar road to Naleregu, the new capital of the new region in the north. And so he said, look, I've been checking my books. I can't find anything that I can do or any doctor. This man without a miracle will never walk again. My husband, bold, young missionary, and he said, Doctor, you're looking in the wrong book. Look in the Bible. We're going to pray. And the Bible says in the book of Acts, when the church prayed, even the prison doors swung open and Peter walked out. We're going to pray. I see that pastor walking again in the name of Jesus. He went to the ward where the doctor was lying in the bed. By now he was conscious, and they had brought his wife from the village. She sat in a chair beside his bed with a bowl of water and a spoon, putting a spoonful of water in his mouth. He was totally helpless, couldn't do a thing. My husband looked at him and said, Pastor, it's very bad. He said, yes, Reverend, the doctor has told me. 
My husband said, the doctor says you will never walk again, but I see you walking. I see you restored. We are going to pray. We are going to ask everybody we know in Ghana to pray. We're going to send letters to people in other countries, and we're going to pray. And I see you walking. The pastor smiled and said, thanks, Reverend, I believe. Well, we began to ask everybody to pray. And all over northern Ghana, people were getting messages. Pray for this pastor. He's lying in the hospital. He can't move. He needs a miracle. We prayed and we prayed and we prayed. And nothing happened. He still laid in the bed, just like that, completely helpless. Days passed. Weeks passed. Yes, months passed. We kept praying. The place where he was a pastor in the village was a very strong witchcraft area. People in witchcraft would go to the hospital and they would often ask for a report. Is that pastor moving? Is there any change? Always the same report. No, no movement. He's lying there. They would go back to the Christians in the village and say, ha, 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 your God has no power. How can your pastor be lying there and, and you're praying and nothing is happening? It was a hard time, I tell you. It was a testing time. But we all kept praying and believing and putting our trust in God. A whole year passed. One more month passed. Another month. Another month. One year, three months. One year, four months would you keep praying? Sometimes people just give up and the miracle will never happen. You have to keep praying and trusting God, even when it's hard, even when it looks like nothing is going to ever happen. But one day, say with me, one day, something did happen. A person happened to see his big toe move just a tiny bit. And they went running, running, running to tell the doctor. People came around. It moved again a few days later, the big toe. They watched him carefully, and one day one of his fingers moved a tiny, tiny bit. And anybody in medical work knows that can be the beginning of a miracle. And it was. Oh, how they worked with that pastor. How they helped him with rehab and helped him with therapy. And, and one day he was able to walk again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They sent a message to my husband and Wally Wally, Reverend, come, take him home to his village. So when he walked out of the hospital that day and was able to get into the car, how the people in the hospital cheered. They had seen him. Some of the workers had known him and watched him, and they were so happy. Our God does miracles. Our God answers prayer. They drove to the village. And my husband didn't let anybody know. He wanted it to be a big surprise. Hadn't been in that village for a long time. And as the door of the car opened, and that pastor got out and started walking to the pastor's house, everything stood still. Nobody moved. Nobody said a word. Everything was quiet. Even the dogs stopped barking and the cats stopped meowing and the chickens stopped clucking. And then when they realized what they were seeing with their own eyes, the big cheers started. Oh, how they cheered. 
people in other villages said the next day, several kilometers, they could hear the cheer, the cheer, the cheer. God had answered. God had done a miracle. Oh, how exciting it was. I give God all the praise and the mouths of witchcraft were closed. Nobody could say a thing because our God answers. Hallelujah. And new churches came up in that area. Hallelujah. God is so faithful. And it may seem hard. And the way may seem long. But keep praying. And God answers prayer. Hallelujah. Stand up with me. I want to pray for you. Everybody on your feet just now. I want to pray. Let's bow our heads and let's talk to Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. Your word is so precious and so powerful. And I've shared it in a very simple way today. Let it stay in our hearts and our faith be big. That with God all things are possible. So today, Lord Jesus, do your mighty work in our hearts and in our lives. Touch people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Maybe you're here today and you're full of sin and you've never given your life to Jesus. Well, you're in the right place. You can come right now. No matter how far you've gone from God, you can come right now and he'll come into your heart. Forgive your sins. Your case is not too hard. You're not too bad, not too wicked. Jesus saves to the uttermost. And the Bible says every person that comes to him, he will never send you away. If you need Jesus and you want to be saved, come quickly to the front and I want to pray with you right now. Anybody here? You need to give your life to Jesus. The Bible says today is your day of salvation. Right now is your time. Just come to the front. Your life can change. Yes, thank you. There's a young man coming. Stand right in front. Maybe there's another one to join him. Your case is not too hard. God hears the cry of your heart right now. Come, give your life to Jesus. You'll forgive your sins. Make your life brand new. Anybody else you want to come, just come right now. Join him. Maybe there's another man, a lady. Come, there's another one, yes. I believe there's somebody else. You need to come right now. You know your heart, and God sees your heart. You'll never get to heaven without Jesus. So come right now, and we'll pray for you. Is there a lady? Is there a man? Is there a young person? You want to join them in the front? Just come quickly right now from where you're standing. Jesus is in this place today. I've felt his presence from the moment I came through the door. Just come. Somebody else coming. Yes, keep coming. Anybody else? Don't leave this place without Jesus. He'll change your story. Make things to be new in your life. Give you strength and power to live for him. Anybody else? Well, wait just a moment. Is there one more? Come to Jesus. I've prayed with thousands, tens of thousands through the years. I've seen what God can do. And he's here today to save. Anybody else? Just come. We'll pray for you. And this can be the first day of a new life for you. Come and stand in the front. Anyone else? Just come right now. Hallelujah. Jesus will touch your life and you'll never be the same. Then I want to believe the rest of you know Jesus, but I want to pray with these three fine young men in the front. Would you just lift your hands up to Jesus, both of you? 
that's a universal sign of surrender. Say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've done so many bad things. I've broken God's laws. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Take away my sins. Come into my heart right now. Make me a new person. Write my name in your book in heaven. Prepare a place for me there. Help me from this moment to live for Jesus the rest of my life. And right now, as I've prayed, I believe Jesus has come into my heart. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Amen. Now, you just keep praying, you three here in the front. We don't just repeat a prayer. That's not enough. Confess sins to Jesus right now. When we confess our sins, he forgives. Talk to him from your heart. Sometimes there's tears of repentance because we know God is at work in our lives. Would you stretch your hand towards them, church, and let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for these three who have come. Lord Jesus, make them strong and bold to live for you all the days of their lives. Lord, keep them when temptation, when trouble, when Satan comes. Make them strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Do that deep work in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. There's someone right behind you. Just turn right over here. Look over this way. You three, open your eyes. There's a counselor. He wants to pray more with you. Not just write your name, but pray more with you. Amen. Put your hands for Jesus. Wow. Angels rejoice. I believe sometimes the angels dance because somebody comes to Jesus. I give God all the praise. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you today. I want to believe God that something in your life is going to change. Nothing is too hard for God. Maybe you're facing a problem that looks too big. There's no way out, but God will make a way. Maybe you're praying for healing and it hasn't come. Maybe you're praying for someone else and some hard problem is in their lives. Maybe you need a financial breakthrough. Maybe there's problems in your family and they seem so hard and so difficult. God answers. God wants to turn your life around. I want to just come down if someone will help me come down the steps. And I just want to lay hands on every person quickly who comes. Just come to the front if you're praying. And something looks so hard and looks so impossible. Just believe that God answers prayer. And stand here in the front and open your mouth and tell Jesus what it is that you're praying for specifically. And believe right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Keep coming. I don't mind if you all come. That's all right with me. I've prayed for thousands. I will pray for you. Just right now, come. And I want to pray for you. That God is going to touch you. I'm going to stay right here. Open your mouth and begin to talk to Jesus and say, this is what I need. If you need healing and you can't, put your hand in the place where you need healing. Say it to God. I need a financial breakthrough. God, my business, I need a miracle. My place of work, I've been passed over for promotion. I need a miracle in my studies, God. It looks hard, but with God, all things are possible. I'm just going to touch you in the name of Jesus. Do it, Lord. After I've touched you, if you can, go back to your place. I just want to reach you in the name of Jesus. That name above all names. He answers. He's the one. Nothing too hard for him. Jesus, touch somebody. Heal somebody today. I shared 
testimonies of healing. I believe Jesus answers prayer. He's turning your circumstances around. Oh, yes, Jesus. Just keep coming. Yes, Jesus. Now, we believe you. Right now, Jesus, do it to heal somebody right now. In the name, the name of Jesus, do it now. Oh, Jesus, heal somebody today. He'll heal your heart. He'll heal your kidneys. He'll heal your back. Oh, Jesus, do a financial miracle, a miracle job. Oh, Jesus, miracle babies as we testified. In the name above all names, Jesus, do it. It's not too hard. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, meet some needs today. Turn somebody's life around. Every day I Above every other name. Oh, Jesus, things are hard, but you are bigger.
today. Check yourself. Testimonies are going to come. Jesus in this place today. Your case is not too hard for Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Look at someone and say, I'm, you're going to hear my testimony. Look at somebody else and say, my testimony might be bigger than yours. Uh, there's some big testimonies coming. Put your hands together for Jesus, for Jesus. God bless you, God bless you. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to take our Chimak fund. So I want you to prepare yourself. After the Chimak fund, we'll take a seed for the missionary. And I want you to be very generous and liberal with the missionary and do it very well. Thank you. So Chimak fund.
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I hear um, Mr. and Mrs. Ajay Ansu are here. Can we see them? Let's have you to the front here. They are they married on Friday morning. So this is Mr. and Mrs. Ajay Anso. Okay. Do you want to say something? 
Amen. Amen. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank God Almighty for a very good gift like a, this lady she has given me. You can even see I'm short of words because I can't even describe her. Uh, secondly, I would like to thank the Papa of the House, Chairman and wife for a wonderful counseling they gave me. In fact, I must say, I'm going to move according to those counseling. I also like to thank Pastor and Mrs. Sobin. In fact, they are wonderful people. I would like to again thank Pastor Romeo and wife Josephine Jan. They are one of the wonderful people I've ever seen on earth. May God Almighty bless them. I wouldn't finish by thanking Pastor Adam and wife in Sunyani. They are also excellent people I've met in life. May God bless them. I also like to thank the whole church, the usher of which my woman is from. In fact, we are wonderful people. May God bless you. May God honor you and give you all the best of life. Amen. Okay, so have your seats. Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. Uh, we have at the back, or before that, the Love Revolution Conference is coming on very soon. It's just at the corner. Just a few days ahead of us. I wish to thank the great shepherd and angel of this house for your long-standing relationship with me, Rosemont, and Eastwood and other ministries concerning the love revolution, which has been a movement that has been in motion for, for a while now. Many of you that can put on the t-shirt, put the t-shirt on and come to church. If you can also, you can put it on in the course of the week in addition to the Sunday. So on Sunday, we want to see most of us in the T-shirt. They are at the back there. You can have your own. I think it's 20 CDs, eh? 20 CDs. You get one at the back there. So when we close, please make your way to the back there and get yours. Next Sunday, we are wearing them. If you don't have it, don't bother yourself. Just come on Sunday. Is that okay? Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if today is your first time of... I wish to thank the great shepherd and angel of this house for your long-standing relationship with me, Rosemont, and Let's Eastwood and other ministries. Where are the baskets? Thank you. Yeah. We are giving towards missions. And I want you to do it very generously and liberally. And God will really bless you. Hallelujah. So pick that offering. Yeah. yeah. To support uh, Evangelist Doris Hockett. Please. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for this opportunity to be a partner and a part of the ministry of your servant evangelist Doris Hockett we pray in the name of Jesus as we sow these seeds into her ministry may these seeds take her further and further with the ministry and may you bless your people 
for their generosity. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. receive you here by himself but like I told you at the beginning of the service 